0: Well, I do want to begin by saying uh, Happy Easter to all of you, and you all look very nice, by the way. Uh, Everybody's dressed up, and I love watching the kids on Easter. I mean, they always look as sharp as they can look. Um, You ever wonder why people say Happy Easter? Well, it's what's the alternative, right? Um, We look to be encouraged, don't we? I mean, we look for encouragement, and encouragement is is what we seek to survive on from one day to the next. I mean, think about it. You can go to um, any high school graduation, any um, uh, any kind of convention, or uh, an AA meeting, and what you're going to find in all those different settings is people encouraging other people. People encouraging them that the best is yet to come. Uh, that um, their history doesn't have to determine their destiny. That, that better days are ahead. I mean, think about all the songs that, that we sing, you know, Happy Days Are Here Again or There's Always Tomorrow or Just Keep On Believing. All the songs that we sing that that encourage us that the best is still in front of us. Because as people, we need that kind of encouragement. We need to know that, that tomorrow uh, holds all sorts of new possibilities, that no matter how uh, tough today is, tomorrow has the possibility of being a better day. It's, it's just what we uh, live off of. Easter is really the realization of that fact. Easter is the celebration that the new day has come, that all of the things that we hope for and encouraged in and all the things that, that we want to see take place in our lives has arrived. I want you to look with me um, at the Gospel of Luke because it begins in that very way. Look what we read. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. Now, what are we told? On the first day of the week. Well, that would be what we celebrate as Sunday. Um, Interesting, at at this time... The Sabbath, uh, for the Jewish community, uh, for the folks in Jesus' day, and and for many today, it went on a a Friday night, just before sunset, and it continued till the next day, Saturday, just at the end of sunset. And that was considered the Sabbath. That was considered the Lord's Day, the day of rest, we know that when we look at the Old Testament we see that in the beginning in, God, in creation God created uh, the earth in six days and on the seventh day he rested and in the Ten Commandments we're told to honor the seventh day to honor uh, the day of God's rest that he has called us to but something interesting happens it's on Sunday Sunday It's on the next day that Jesus is risen from the grave. Something's changed. You see, the the resurrection is about the new day that we've been given to live our lives in. It's about a transition that has taken place a transition that God had promised his people and now became realized in Christ. Now, the Jewish Sabbath isn't the Sabbath anymore. The Sabbath that we celebrate is a new Sabbath that was created in Christ because it's a new day. Things change. The, the radical thing about Easter, the radical thing about the resurrection is that when Jesus rose again, everything changed even though many people didn't realize everything had changed in fact uh, as we see here uh, jesus's disciples didn't even realize it look what we read on the first day of the week very early in the morning why you're early early in the morning because that's what god does god is always out in front of us before we even arrive in anything John three sixteen. for God so loved the world who initiated love us no God because God is always out in front of us on the first day of the week very early in the morning the woman took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb they found the stone rolled away from the tomb but when they entered it they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus now here's the strange part in this they were still living in the old day in other words they arrived on the first day of the week because they didn't go on the Sabbath because it was forbidden it was forbidden to have anything to do with a dead body during the Sabbath time it was forbidden to labor on the Sabbath and so they waited till the next day and that's not really the problem the problem is this That they went to the tomb looking to prepare the body for burial. Now, why is that a big deal? Because over and over again, Jesus had told them he was going to rise again on the third day. In fact, listen to, um, we find it in Luke chapter uh, 18. Jesus says this to his disciples. We are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be delivered over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him, and spit on him. They will flog him and kill him. On the third day, he will rise again. And yet, they didn't really believe it. In fact, Luke tells us right after that, they didn't didn't really understand what the heck he was talking about. And so when he was crucified, they just figured he's dead. You know, let's prepare the body because we loved him, but he's dead. They were still living in the old day. What's the resurrection? The resurrection is a wake-up call to receive God's affection. The resurrection is a wake-up call to receive God's affection affection it's a wake up call to realize that God loves us so very much that he sent his son to die for us and he raised him from the grave so that we would have eternal life that our sins would be forgiven the resurrection is God sealing the deal of Jesus' mission, because Jesus for three years walked the earth telling people that God loved them, that God had a plan for their lives, that they had a heavenly Father who cared about them. For God so loved the world, he sent his one and only Son, that whoever would believe in him would receive eternal life. Now, can you imagine how messed up it would be if Jesus went around telling everyone <coughs> that God loved them but had nothing to show for it, just walked around saying to everyone, you know, God loves you. I mean, I'm i really, he really, really, really loves you. People would have looked and said, yeah, that's nice. Thank you very much. I mean, think about what people would do to you. If you just walked around every day at work, and, and hopefully you do, but... But just go into everyone you know and say, you know, God loves you. God loves you. Hey, God loves you. <laughs> People would either ignore you or they would politely dismiss you, but that's where it would end. Jesus sealed the deal in the resurrection because he proved God's love. But see, the, the, the interesting thing about uh, these women Is they don't believe. The interesting thing about the disciples is they have a hard time dealing with it. Why? Because how can God love messed up people? I mean, no matter how much self-worth we have, every single one of us knows, deep down inside, we're messed up that even when we do things right, we still kinda, it's messy. And so, to say, how could a perfect God, a holy God, love messed up people? That's just messed up. And so, we look at that and we think, that can't be true. What kind of God? would love messed up people he'd have to be a messed up god wouldn't he i mean really think about it. who wants to hang out with messed up people i mean do do you pick your friends and the people around you saying who is the most screwed up in this crowd because i want to know them we don't do that We tend to look and say, you know, I want to hang out with the pretty people or the people who can advance me. We might help the others, but, you know, we're shooting high. Why would God shoot low? Why would God want anything to do with messed up people? A God who seeks messed up people must be a messed up God. Who wants a messed up God? We have enough problems of our own. I mean, think about it. I can make my own mess. I don't need this uh, omnipotent God who's all present coming along and messing it up worse after me. Who needs a messed up God? I mean, think of the cleanup work that takes. It's hard to believe that God could love us being messed up people. And yet, the truth and the power of the resurrection is we worship a God who loves messed up people, not because he's messed up. It's because he's a God who takes messed up people and cleans them up. He's a God who sends his son to die for them. To pay for their sins. To rise again from the grave so that they'll rise again from the grave and be transformed. That's hard for us. Because we live in a world where no matter how much somebody loves you, They'll only love you so much. They'll only love you so far. I mean, think about divorce, right? Two people who come together and they promise before all their friends and all their family, before God himself, they're going to love this person for eternity. But then what happens? They say, you know what? (laughs) I didn't sign up for this. I didn't know you were that much of a mess. I mean, I might be a mess, but you're a bigger mess. And I don't deserve that. To have a God whose, whose love is so big, I mean, let's face it. We've got to wrap our minds around the fact that if, if God loves us, then it's got to be a God-sized love, and we're never going to understand it. We're, we're going to have to accept it. The resurrection is a wake-up call to God's affection. It's a wake-up call for us to see God loves us that much that he would have his son die on a cross for us so that our sins could be wiped away. The resurrection is a call from God to realize and to receive It's love. People think that to have a relationship with God in Christ, you've got to walk the straight line. You've got to do everything right, and you've got to get it right. And if you don't, you're not worthy. Well, you won't, and you're not. But it's okay, because it's not about you. It's about what God did for you. Here's the thing you have to know. I remember a gentleman and boy it just hit me so clear. I was counseling with a guy and and he wasn't a follower of Christ, but he was he was trying to understand and he was trying to struggle with it and, and, and he struggled with a bunch of issues and, and one night he was just kind of laying in his bed and just felt really, really anxious and and wanted to cry out to God but but he didn't know what to say or what to do and, and I remember what he said to me he said I just, I just remember you know, praying to God just saying God I know you love me I believe you love me he goes and that's, that's all I could say and I thought that's the gospel see we think the gospel is we have to love God no the gospel is receiving his love how hard is that, by the way? It's very hard. Because in our brains, it doesn't com- compute. How could God love me? I mean, come on. I am so messed up. I could see how he might love some other people. I could see how he could uh, love uh, the Denios or uh, how he could love the Mullins. But, but me? I'm messed up. But see, that's just the power of his love. I don't have to love him for him to love me back. I don't have to do things to get him to forgive me. He did that for me. All I have to do is receive it. And it will transform me for life. It will bring me into the new day. Look what we continue to read in Luke's gospel. They did not find the body of the Lord Jesus while they were wandering about wondering about this suddenly two men closed, uh, two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them in their fright the women bowed down with their faces to the ground but the men said to them why do you look for the living among the dead He is not here. He has risen. It's a new day. Things have changed. Remember how he told you while he was with you in Galilee, the son of man must be delivered over the hands of sinners. Be crucified on the cross. The third day, be be raised again. And he's just repeating for them what Jesus had already told them. He's just saying to them, don't you guys remember? Remember? There was not going to be a body. There was just going to be a new day, a new beginning, a new start. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the 11 and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others uh, with them who told this To the apostles, but they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Why? Because dead people don't rise from the grave. And God's love is powerful, but He doesn't love us that much. And it was just drilled in their head look, we're a mess guilt and shame and condemnation had already got its grip on them. It was great when Jesus was around. He made them feel good. He taught them wonderful things. He stretched their minds, but he's gone now. And it's just time for despair. It's just time to kind of hunker down in some shelter and just protect ourselves and wait for our destinies, which aren't going to be pretty. They had forgotten. And even when the women come to the disciples, it shows you how thick this is. They say, that's nonsense. He didn't rise again. It was a nice ride, but it's over. He's not coming back. And we love him, and we know he loved it, but nobody loves that much. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the stripes of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Verse 36 While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, and thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, why are you troubled and why do you do you doubt, why do why doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hand and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones. As you see, I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything... Uh, Anything here, it should sorry, here to eat. I, I love that too, by the way. I just think that's cool. I mean, if I was God, if I was Jesus, that's what I would have done. You know, I'm back. Somebody get me something to eat. <laughs> but that's not why he did it. You know what? He saw them, str- he saw them struggling things, there's got to be a ghost. And so he says, fine, get me something to eat because ghosts don't eat. At least so far what I know, they don't eat. Um, They gave him a piece of broiled fish. He took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled. What is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. What he said is everything that was spoken about in the Old Testament everything that has gone on in the past has been to lead to this day and it's a new day it is a brand new day and I am the author of it and when you receive me you enter into it what is it that we enter into? peace the first thing Jesus says when he sees them is peace. Every single one of us struggle with that. Every single one of us say to ourselves, I just wish I had some peace. Peace from my kids or peace from my spouse or peace from my boss or peace from my, my friends. I wish I just had some calm in me. I, I wish I wasn't so afraid of everything out there. The bills and and the problems. All the things that seem to just be waiting to capture me and destroy me. Jesus comes to them and he says, Peace. Why? Because that's what he brings to people who receive him. Yeah, without Christ, we're just sinners living in sin with nothing to hope on or bet on other than ourselves. And there's no peace in that. What does peace do? It substitutes fear with faith. It gives you the ability to believe that all things are possible to those who love God, who have received his love. The reality is Easter. Easter is a wake-up call. The resurrection is a wake-up call for us to receive God's affection. And the minute you do, things change. You have peace with God. You know that God is not angry with you about your sins because he's forgiven them. Yeah, without that, God's a just God. He's holy. He doesn't put up with sin. He doesn't put up with messes. But his love comes and cleans them up. And to those who just receive his love, we have peace. Every time I find myself in situations where I start to worry, where I start to think, how am I going to do this, and how am I going to do that, and I got this to do, and I just stop and I say, wait a minute. God's in control. It's okay. Whatever happens, it will be okay. The resurrection is knowing it's a new day where everything is okay. Okay because Jesus has promised peace and he's promised his presence that he'll be with us he shows up to them and even when they're struggling is this really him? is this a ghost? he does everything for them to get it I'm with you and if God is for us who can be against us? (laughs) no one God is with you every day. And all you have to do is receive his love and you'll know it. Jesus said to his disciples when he ascended to heaven, go out and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and teaching them all that I've taught you and know this, I'll be with you to the very end. When Jesus ascended into heaven, his disciples thought, well, there he goes. It was nice, he rose, but now he's gone. But Jesus said to them, I will send you another comforter. I will send you my Holy Spirit who will make my presence known in your hearts and in your lives. And my peace and presence will give you power to do what you couldn't do before. To believe what you couldn't believe before. To reach out beyond your potential where I direct you. See, what does it mean to to live in a new day? It means that I live in a day in which I have peace. Yeah, worries might come, but I can stop and say, wait a minute, God's in control. It'll be okay. He promised. Without that, all I can do is worry or self-medicate. And I do it knowing, as soon as I say the words, I feel his presence over me. And I can feel his power within me to move and think and act differently beyond whatever I could think or imagine. He gives his power, he gives his presence, he gives his peace. He gives us His purpose to move from aimless, pointless lives that are just narcissistic and empty and futile to lives in which we now live with a divine purpose in which God blesses it and leads it and blesses us as we follow it. What's the purpose? To love Him and to love others and to bring the love of Christ to others the gospel is always about come and see go and tell we see it in the other gospel they they come and see Jesus and Jesus tells them to go and tell that's what the gospel that's what the purpose is to share the good news we live in a new day now everything has changed if you get it if you receive it. Yeah, you can live in the old day if you want to. You can live in the day of being alone and in despair with guilt and shame and condemnation. You can live in a day of the only thing that feels good is bad and just makes life worse. Or you can live in a new day where God is with you where he has promised himself to you. Where you can be drawn into a partnership with him and with others that have become people of the new day. People who have come to realize and have responded that the resurrection is a wake-up call to receive God's affection. We can say all sorts of things. We can tell ourselves and sing just don't stop believing Our happy days are here again. But we know we're just self-soothing with wishful thinking. That there's no real substance. There's no real promise behind it. There's no real proof behind it. And yet in the resurrection there is. There is the proof of God's power that every day God is moving and acting and God does miraculous things. I love it when they said that the disciples uh, were, were frightened but to the point of joy and amazement. They were overwhelmed by the power of what they saw. I mean, think about it. God loved them. He sent his son to die for them. And this Jesus, this great teacher, this wonderful man who was sinless, he dies and rises from the grave and he bothers to show up at their house. You gotta be pretty important for that. (laughs) They weren't important they were fishermen. They were carpenters. They were Jews. They were the despised. They were the persecuted, the oppressed. They weren't even most Roman citizens. And Jesus went to their door to the most messed up because God redeems messed up people. He cleans them up. That's what Easter's about. It's about realizing we live in a new day. And the resurrection is a call for me to wake up and rise to a new day where everything is changed and where God is in control. So I wish you a happy Easter. With all the encouragement that's in that. I wish you a happy Easter in that I pray if you haven't realized that it's a wake-up call to God's love, you would. And you would respond. Because if you do, you'll come alive. And that's why Jesus came we know how messed up this world is <laughs> more and more you can't deny it look at our, our political system look at the candidates running look at our economic system where people have been betting against the economy to short it to destabilize it so they can make some money look at the morality around us look at our legal system look at the constant perversion we see on our TVs i was watching the oscars and, and and i you know i was they were doing this thing on domestic violence which is great and talking about you know how women shouldn't be abused and i thought well yeah and then Joe Biden came in, gave a great speech, and I'm not, they all meant well. But I thought to myself, wait a minute. <laughs> you're talking to the people who make the movies about violence and sex and abusing women. and You're the problem. We live in a messed up world. And there's no way you can get around it. it calls us to run to a God who loves us so much that no matter how messed up we are his love will clean us up he will give the power of his spirit to do what we never thought we could do if we're willing to walk each day in the new day of his love and so I pray happy Easter to you I pray that you would leave here more encouraged by what's real and that you would realize it every day. Let's join our hearts in prayer.